Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello, and welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg with Pearl Planning, and today I'm going to share with you some tips for talking to your children about money. Now, my children are 11 and 13, but many of the concepts that I share in this podcast can be used with younger children. And in fact, it is thought by many that kids are learning their money behavior at a very young age. In fact, a study by Cambridge University in 2013 showed that children have already shaped their basic money behavior and attitude by age seven, which is so young. So I want to share actionable items that you can share with your teens and tweens, but also some stuff you can start doing at a young age. And I'm going to actually go back and ask Jackie some of the things that I did with her when she was younger that helped her to have a good attitude around money and good money behaviors now at 13 and some ways that you can start having money conversations if you're not already. One of the best ways to start out is just by asking your children what is their first money memory and what is the first experience they had that really taught them about money and just listen and see what they say. In this interview with Jackie, I do exactly that and you'll hear her answer surrounding that. And then we'll get into more about uh, earning money for chores, allowances, giving spending money, and those types of topics later on. I hope you enjoy the show. My daughter, Jackie Friedenberg. Jackie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We're going to talk about kids and money. And Jackie, of my two kids at 13, is better than I probably was in my 20s with money. As far as saving, do you still have the first uh, silver dollar the Tooth Fairy ever gave you? I have all my $1 coins from the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, see, <laughs> you're a saver anyway. You also have an account, right? Mm-hmm. Are you saving for anything in particular or why Why do you think you're such a good saver? I just like being that friend that can pay for their own stuff that doesn't need money from their parents to go to the store. I've noticed, is it a little bit harder to spend your own money? Yeah, I definitely put stuff back more if it's my own money. What is your first memory, Jackie, of money, like the concept of money, if you think back? So I remember when I was little, I used to like count my money like every other day, even though it was like only like $50, $75. But then I would like count my coins and I would make like a chart, like pennies, nickel, dime, quarter. And I would like arrange them and like count them. That was probably my first memory. Of counting your money that you saved. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. It might have been going to the bank to make my first savings account with my dad. Because all my money, we counted up $100. And I was like, I'm going to buy a Jeep Wrangler when I'm older. Because that was my big thing. Yeah, you were saving for a white Jeep Wrangler with a lily pole. It's a cover, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that still what you want for your first car? Not the lily poles or maybe the Jeep, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... You went to the bank to open up a bank account with $100 for your Jeep Wrangler. Mm -hmm. 
How old do you think you were then? Probably eight. So you opened up a bank account with $100 and you thought you were rich. What made you feel or what made you realize that $100 is not enough to buy a Jeep Wrangler? Um, I think that was around the time when we were buying our house, right? And then I realized it wasn't. And then I heard them like planning on remodeling stuff because that house needed a lot of work. So I was like, oh, it costs like a couple grand to do a kitchen or something. So I think you're probably catching on now that Jackie um, tunes into a lot of conversations. <laughs> I don't know if it's nosiness, but she was born with it for sure. But she always is listening when adults are talking, which isn't a bad thing. So that may be how it sounds like you learn a little bit about money, but both her father and I are in the financial business. So um, there's certainly a lot of dinner table conversation. Tell me if, if you think this is accurate, but I think one of the things that taught you about money was just taking you shopping from a young age. And I would share with you how much things cost. Like if you asked for something, I would say, well, how much does it cost? And I would make you look at the price tag, right? Yeah. There's still sometimes now, like I put random stuff in the cart. And it's like a 12 to $15 like thing of coconut oil. And I was like, oh, maybe not. It's not worth it. Right. So we just went to Target today and she takes her own little basket around and puts things that she wants. And I think that's a great way to teach kids about wants versus needs. Right. So if there's something in the cart that is like shampoo, but if it's something like little jewelry, (laughs) Mm -hmm. cheap jewelry that you have like a thousand of, they really don't need. Right. Yeah. Give me an example of things that you would consider like a need versus a want. Um, and you prefer to buy me shampoo, socks, like stuff for my uniform, probably like food that I want for my lunch or snack. Yeah, I do buy you food. Those are, <laughs> yeah. You're making me sound so cheap here. No. You buy me shampoo and food. Yeah, but then there are th- certain things, even clothing I buy for you because you're 13 and you're my daughter. Yeah. But if it's something that you don't need that isn't practical, right? That you're probably not going to either wear to school or that you have like 15 of, you have certain things you like to collect, like spaghetti strap dresses that you really have no place to wear that. That like junk, like I did like my room for Halloween. I got like skeleton heads, like furry skeleton heads. Yeah, if it's something that I don't like, really trying to figure out if it's something she absolutely wants. Even if I end up paying for it in the end, I'll see if she's willing to pay for it herself. So I'll make her sweat it out to the checkout line, thinking that she's going to use her money. And then because I think that we went through a phase and even now there are things that you buy. And I do it for myself where you buy something that you don't really need and you get home and you're like, why did I buy this? So I really try to make you think about a purchase, whether it's necessary or not, even if I'm planning on buying it for you. Yeah, I did end up putting the lights back today. She did not buy the lights today because I told her she had to buy them with her own money because I didn't like them. And she already has lights up in her room. That was a good practice then. Mm -hmm. All right. Name something that you bought that you regret purchasing. Oh, probably like Robux is the number one thing because I probably have like least like $200 worth of Robux. And I was like eight years old. So those um, purchases... still play Robux? Yes, I know. But there's much better purchases. All right. I agree. 
and the slime phase. I probably spent like $200 of my own money on the slime. I would still play with slime today, just not $200 worth of it. All right. Interesting. Next up, the topic of allowance. So there's a lot of divided thoughts on this as to whether allowance is a good thing or if kids should just do chores around the house as they are part of the family or the household as part of their um, contribution. So there's not necessarily a wrong way to go about it. I will say that I, after some time, decided not to pay a regular allowance. However, I do give my kids money when they're going to an event, a football game, um, or out with friends so that they have spending money here and there. And they also have their own money that they've saved up from birthdays and such when they um, want to purchase something that I'm not necessarily willing to purchase for them. However, they do have chores. They don't get paid for them around the house. uh, And that includes collecting laundry, doing dish night, um, obviously making their own bed and cleaning up their own room. And then just here and there, if they're asked to walk the dog or feed the dog, that is also part of the expectation as being part of the household. And I think it is important for kids to learn that, that not everything is a paid chore. However, they do have extra jobs. If my husband is working on a project outside and it requires um, manual labor, like carrying wood, my son has carried wood after cutting it for the outdoor um, bonfires, and he will get a few dollars here or there for helping out with stuff like that. And I know, um, again, certain extra projects or going above and beyond to help around the house, um, I would pay for those types of jobs. I think it's important for kids to learn the concept of earning money, so working in order to earn money. And really clarifying that from just getting an allowance for chores they should be doing anyway. So here's Jackie talking a little bit about that. Do you remember the first time that you earned money, like for a job or a chore? Um, I remember one of the first jobs I did was babysitting my brother. Not really, but like when the babysitter was over, I would make sure my brother was nice to them and he behaved and I would get paid like five bucks. Like, oh, that's right. I Yes. <laughs> I would just give you like an extra five just to like not fight with him because yeah. she's older and they would fight with each other. It'd be difficult. The first job that you had, maybe even somebody else outside the house paid you, like grandma's paid you to clean out things. She spoiled me from like a really young age. So I got like $50 to empty out a toiletry closet because I used to love organizing like little stuff like that. That's helpful for her because she's sort of like a hoarder. So like to go help her organize her junk might be worth $50 for her. I also got paid like five bucks to rake the yard. Or when you watered plants for the neighbors when they went away and got their mail. Mm -hmm. Like that was a job. I got paid a hundred bucks and that was a lot more than I expected. Yeah, they they way overpaid you for like a week's worth of watering and collecting mail. How did that make you feel though? Earning money for like doing stuff. Made you feel good, I guess. Does it feel better to earn money than to like just get handed money? Yeah, it does. Like my friends, we were going to the mall and all their parents gave them money to like buy stuff that they wanted. Like they didn't have to buy stuff that they needed. Like my mom gave me money for like a picture day dress and um, jeans that I needed. 
like their parents were just giving them money to buy whatever they wanted. Like they didn't have to buy anything. So I told her she had to get a, an outfit for picture day and a pair of jeans because she didn't have any jeans that fit her for the fall. And I said, you can use your own money for anything outside of those two things. And I want to see receipts. And the reason for that was so that you didn't buy a bunch of junk. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that mom's like too cheap? I feel like dad's the cheap one. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a fact. Okay. What about an allowance? Did you ever receive an allowance? I did for like a month. And then we kind of just forgot about it. I forgot to pay you or you just didn't do your chores? Um, okay. So I'm not going to pay you an allowance if you're not doing anything, but I will say you do chores around the house, like dish night. Yeah, I do dish night. I do my fair share with the dog, but you don't get paid. Yeah. A simple concept you can teach kids of almost any age is the concept of spending regret and impulse buys. Now, it may not be something they're purchasing, especially for younger kids. It may be something that they asked for as far as a gift that didn't meet their expectations. And it's a good way to talk about advertising because kids are getting ads for toys and items in their apps on their iPads at an extremely young age. And then when they get into the teenage years, of course, there is social media advertisement. um, And it's a huge group that's being marketed to right now. So Asking about things that maybe they asked for or spent their own money on that they later regret or didn't meet their expectation. And again, just being aware that sometimes um, they want things because they are seeing advertisements for them. It's a great conversation to have and again, really shapes their feelings towards spending throughout their lifetime. Have you ever purchased something and realized it wasn't worth what you spent on it? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I still remember when I was a kid that all I wanted was this baby grow. And I would see the commercials on TV and the little girl would be... Was it the pooping baby? No, this was the growing baby. That was a different baby, I think. That was more my age, kids. No, I had a pooping doll too. But this one was called Baby Grow. And I still vividly remember that I wanted it so bad. Grandma kept telling me, it's junk. I'm not going to buy you that because it's junk. And I cried about it and asked for like every holiday to get this baby grow. So she finally gave in and got it for me. And it was total junk. And I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, this is such a waste of money because it doesn't do what it says it's going to do on the commercials. Mm -hmm. That kind of sounds like Hatchimals, the big thing, one year for Christmas, probably 2015, 16, something like that. Hatchimals were crazy. Right. And what do they do? They just hatched into like a stuffed animal or something? I think it like rots until it falls falls apart. And then there's a stuffed animal that talks inside. Gross. Those things were so expensive. Everybody wanted one for Christmas and moms were like fighting over them. Yeah. But you realize that sometimes things in commercials, they're hyped up or like even when you're, you're not allowed to have Snapchat anymore, but When you're scrolling on TikTok or Instagram, which you're not supposed to have, but I know you check it out, you realize that you're being inundated with like 40,000 ads. The last piece of advice for maybe other 13-year-olds that might be listening or parents of 13-year-olds that don't have a good concept of money? Um, I would say definitely go shopping. (laughs) Go shopping and buy stuff? No. Go shopping. Get a cross on how much money stuff costs. 
okay, so maybe go shopping with your child and have them maybe give them money for groceries and have them try to stick within a budget. Yeah, that's a good idea. You did that with your class, right? Yeah, that's part of the class. They have to plan a meal and then get all the ingredients for it, but they have to stay within a certain dollar amount. All right. Well, in the show notes, we're going to link a few articles on how to talk to your kids about money and some other ideas if you feel like your kids don't have a good concept of what things cost. Jack, thanks so much for recording with me tonight. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Did you have fun? Yeah. Thank you for listening. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.